welcome it's directly to you episode 203 directly to you what is that that's our podcast redirect i'm aj i'm from redirect i'm joined by parker who is also from redirect we do a podcast it's about video games and everything uh Mm -hmm. hey if you're a sonic fan and you clicked into this you might not be happy so maybe go uh (laughs) but if you do want to stay and you want to support this channel you can do that by going to youtube.com slash watch redirect or twitch.tv slash watch redirect and give them four dollars and 99 cents and it don't even got to be your own money if you're on twitch.tv specifically you could take it from jeffy b still from the rich Mm -hmm. give to the i mean we're not poor but we're compared to him we're poor for sure, mm-hmm. definitely, for sure. absolutely, absolutely. Uh, in exchange for that, you get loyalty badges, you get free switch keys from time to time, you get access to our supporters only Discord, where you can listen to us record this very show as we do it. Like people in the peanut gallery currently, they help this troubleshoot and figure, or not troubleshoot. That's the, we, we we brainstorm like that. We brainstormed yeah, what we wanted to talk about because the you know just like I said, if you're a Sonic fan, abort, <laughs> leave. You gotta go because <laughs> because we considered not talking about sonic off the top because it's not going to be a positive conversation most likely um but yeah that's that's what we do here uh also if you're an audio listener and you're on anchor.fm dty and you didn't know we have a youtube channel for this we're recorded on video that's youtube.com directly to you and if you're already on youtube.com slash directly to you, you can go to anchor.fm slash DTY and listen to it on your audio service of choice. Uh, or if you just have the audio service and you don't want to use it for that, you can still use it and then, you know, click the subscribe or follow or whatever it's called on your audio service of choice because it helps us out. It helps with ranking. Mm-hmm. Speaking of ranking, leave a rating. <laughs> that also helps. If you like the show, let us know through the rating. <laughs> uh that's that's all the things i think that is yeah you did it so sonic the hedgehog hello <sighs> you start because you're going to be more positive than me <laughs> i will I, I will indeed um i mean it, it, so we found out i guess some things here and there this week about sonic i guess we're specifically thinking sonic frontiers for this conversation right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so, so, I mean, I mean there's, there's this, this one, one article, article itself that I pulled up that, um, yeah, let's read some quotes if there are any on here, which I think there are. The, the, the headline is, is Sonic Team Boss says, says lots of playtesters play are really enjoying Sonic, Sonic Frontiers and would give and it would an, give an 80, 80 or 90, 90 score, score, which, which I'll, I'll, I'll stop, I'll stop and, say and say real quick that for what it's worth, Sonic Forces had like a 34 or 35 out of 40 or something like that from... My dog has some, some sort of trash. trash. Um, um, on Famitsu, um, which would be about 80s and stuff. And that, that game not kind of garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I, mean, I would say kind of, yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, I played literally the demo, demo and I was like, nah, nah, nah no, I'm, I'm good. good. And, and then, then, you know, everybody else gave feedback. I played the whole entire game and I was disappointed that I wasted my time, as I am every time I play a Sonic the Hedgehog game that's in 3D. Uh-huh. So, but here's some here's Sonic Adventure. That one's fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So, so the, the question, question for who is this for? Izuka uh, said, based on the, or the question was, based on the release footage, many fans called for the game to be delayed on Twitter. Is delay an option? Should you deem it necessary? And then he said, Frontiers is in development now, and actually, we've been doing a lot of playtesting with our target audience, who would be in that demographic of someone who plays a Sonic game and enjoy it. From our playtesting results, we have been iterating. Um, 
Yeah, we've yeah, been, we've been iterating, iterating. We've been listening to the comments that come back, but we've also been getting a lot, a lot of great feedback from people who rate the game and are like, I had a lot of fun playing this game. I'd, I'd give it like an 80 or 90 point score out of 100. So we do feel that we're getting to the point where where this game is done and people will like it. And we do want to get that game into fans' hands as soon as possible. And the second question, second and final question. The overwhelming concern from those fans appeared to be to, to ensure, ensure that Sonic Team has as much time as it needs to make a great game. game. Do, you do you have enough time, and, and do you have the choice to delay? I love that we're coming back to that. Um, we, we really, really feel confident in the playtest results that we're getting. A lot of people are saying that they had a lot of fun, they really enjoyed the game. We realize a lot of people are watching the videos online and making assumptions, but we do feel confident based on the playtest results from the target demographic that are coming in and playing the game start to finish. They really like the game, and we're confident that we're making a game that will be satisfying. The, the end. end. All right. Thank, Thank you, you for joining, joining us. us. See, See you next time. Go, Go ahead. <laughs> so the problem with this is that they're doubling down on that target demographic, people that have played Sonic games and would enjoy it, the 3D Sonic games specifically, right? Mm. So these are people mm -hmm, right. that actively defend stuff like Sonic 06 and Sonic <laughs> Boom and Sonic, you know, like all the Sonic games that like, the general cons consensus amongst like gaming fans, platforming fans, you know, people that like video games at large and not just like the Sonic universe or people that, mm -hmm. you know, like think like Sonic's Paul, like he's cool. He's a cool character. He was one of my favorite characters growing up. I could show you pictures. I had a whole room of Sonic stuff. I had Sonic comforters, I had all that stuff. If you ask yeah. anybody else that, that is in my family or a friend growing up, I freaking love Sonic, but I am also somebody that is not afraid to let you know when something that I like is not done well. Uh -huh. And 3D Sonic games, for the most part, not done well. Mm. Haven't been done well for a long time. And yeah. even the ones that were done well for their time, did not age great. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and I, I think that the, like that sort of demographic is the same people that will tell you like if you're playing uh sonic adventure any of the sonic adventure games uh when yeah. when there's like situations where the game wants you to be on rails but the game didn't commit enough to put you on rails so you could do stuff like if you jump in certain places you'll clip through the wall or you'll just straight up die and stuff like that and a sonic fan somebody that would defend a game like this would be like well obviously you're not supposed to jump there like, like you know, def they, uh -huh. they defend bad like, like a Mario 64 kind of situation yeah, exactly. where it's like, yeah. yeah. Again, again, I, I still, still love Mario 64. 64. I, I, I probably, probably wouldn't tell anybody to play for the first time. time. Mm -hmm. Period. Period. Like, <laughs> besides, besides just for educational reasons, reasons or like, like, yeah, yeah I mean, it'll, it'll be frustrating. frustrating. You'll, you'll figure it out eventually if you want to, but otherwise, like, just play Odyssey or whatever. Like, beyond that, yeah. The thing about Mario 64 is that's just Mario 64. And then there, there, yeah, there's right. games past that that have learned from mistakes mm -hmm. that Mario 64 has made. And they yeah. might make other new mistakes. Um, mm -hmm. But the, the, the good thing is that they learned from the mistakes that Mario 64 made. Sonic games, yeah. they don't usually do that. They'll, they'll, they'll try to do something different. And then mm -hmm. that'll still maintain the current mistakes that the old game made and introduce new mistakes. <laughs> on top of that so it's like the 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 things that they introduce don't fix anything they just add to the problem um like sonic uh adventure which i think 
on the whole is the formula that most people prefer right like for 3d mm -hmm. sonic um sonic unleashed and like every 3d game of that ilk it was like ah oh, let's do the boost mechanic mm -hmm. it's not good it doesn't fix any of the problems with the game but it introduces a new mechanic i mean a new problem that makes the whole game like those sections where it's like ah oh, if you jump here you might just clip through the the geometry and die you know yeah um there's like and this game feels like more of that <laughs> yeah it is interesting i think so i mean i've sort of said this before of myself and so i i can definitely differentiate between what i will or won't enjoy versus what other people will and won't enjoy and also what i will or won't enjoy versus what's a good game like just you know through and through because that's right. You know, definitely that there's a difference there. So, so for me, me looking, looking at, at what, what we're, we're looking, looking at, at, if, if it, it checks, checks the, the two, two the, the, I guess three, three boxes, boxes of it, it's, it's fun, fun to, to move, move around. around, you know, like go around using the like environmental things and whatever, whatever all that stuff. stuff. Like, like if those things are fun and, and also there is um, like, like interesting things to explore. And, and also, if, if there's, there's rewarding progress, progress. If, if it has those three things, then I will have a good time with the game. Having, having a good time with the game does not mean it's necessarily a good game, <laughs> but I can see myself that, enjoying it. It also doesn't mean that those problems don't exist. And it also, also doesn't yeah. mean that the problems that exist won't affect you. Because like, yeah. Yeah. you bringing that up, right? Like, it's, it's less of a thing that these things aren't problems to you it's just you're willing to excuse them because of the the, the positives of it yeah right right um, i mean there's, I mean, plenty, there's of games, plenty of games you know like you know, that where it's like yeah i mean there's, there's, i mean there are all these issues that i can understand understand but it does the, but like, it does the like you know it's you know it does enough i'm not i'm not it does enough of the good things that i'm just like i don't care that much that's fine i'm only looking to scratch scratch this variety at the moment so you know, it, you know it, I'm, not I'm not looking, looking forward, forward to, do to do more than, more than that. that. Right. But, I, but think I think they're 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 posing, posing it so, so far. We're I mean, talking about it being an 80 or 90, 90 game. They're posing it as a game that's, that's going to be everything and then some. Right. Um, which, which, like, like again, again, you know, they're they're posing it as a game that will be reviewed well, but defending it from the POV of our current fans will like it, so it's fine. And those two things are not the same. Like if, mm -hmm. if this game is made for current 3D Sonic games and it's a 3D Sonic game, it will not be reviewed well, mm -hmm. generally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the problem that I currently have. Granted, mm -hmm. I will say that this game has a pretty tall order, uh, even beyond general Sonic games, because I think that this game is even worse off and worse suited for the Sonic abilities like what sonic does the type of character that sonic is mm -hmm. than current 3d sonic games <laughs> um so it's like not only do they have to improve on what they've done before they have to do even better than that because they're making it even harder for themselves to make a game that is good right yeah yeah, yeah. No, it's true. I was going to ask something, but I don't exactly remember what, so I won't. But I mean, so for one thing, um, yeah, Mark asked a question earlier that I thought was poignant. If Frontiers is going to suck, 
Uh, actually, here, I'll wait to go to that question. Well, the, the question is, if Frontiers is going to suck, what would be the ideal Sonic game? But we'll hold off on that because mm-hmm. I have some other things. One thing, I forgot to mention this when we first talked about Sonic Frontiers, but it does make me worried's the wrong word because I don't really I don't have a lot of stake in Sonic anywhere. Yeah. So who cares? Um, but it makes me it's interesting to note that there was Breath of the Wild style piano music mm-hmm. like ambient piano music playing during maybe that was just during the you know the video and that's not actually what the music is like in the world that like i love that in breath of the wild it is weird in sonic mm-hmm. <laughs> like that just yeah. does not fit. i think it's you know very much like you know, you know they, they don't, don't know what their identity is it feels kind of like a lot of sonic modern yeah, sonic at all is kind of pulling uh like star wars sequel kind of thing mm-hmm. where it's like i don't really know who we are but like we're something, something. the so, thing about 3d sonic is it feels super like focus groupy to me and yeah, it, right. it like almost always has like even to a certain mm-hmm. extent the adventure games feel focus groupy it feels like mm-hmm. they're like you know what the kids like 3d so yeah. we gotta make sonic 3d how do we mm-hmm. do that? I have no idea. What do other 3D <laughs> games do? You know, like, uh-huh. and and I I don't think that Sonic, uh, uh, like uh like Sonic designed well, mm-hmm. is not what other games are. You yes. know, yes, it's, like, it's, Sonic it is, is not yeah, Zelda. Sure. So mm-hmm. like an open and it's it's kind of like what people at large talk about, where it's like oh everything doesn't need to be open world that sort of thing. I think mm-hmm. Sonic is one of those things where it's like mm-hmm. if yeah. an open world game doesn't add to the design of the game, probably shouldn't be open world. You know. So, so I'm, I'm thinking, thinking about, about yeah, yeah, totally. totally. I'm, I'm thinking, thinking about two, two things, things to like pull conceptual, conceptual inspiration from. from. I, guess, I guess maybe, maybe for, for the, the question, question of if, if yeah, like, like what would be the ideal Sonic, Sonic game. game. Um, but, but for, for that, that is, I feel, I feel like Mario's New Donk City and um. Uh, jet, uh, jet set, set radio. radio like like i haven't i haven't played jet set radio, radio at all so i only know very few, few things about it but like something about those two things has to has be scaled, scaled completely differently for sonic and i don't necessarily think that, that just like open open fields, fields is the answer to this, to this. Um, um but, but those, those kinds of things where there is, there is like, like there's environment or, or you know maybe, maybe even open area, area kind of a thing like that but feels like a good playground for sonic but maybe whatever as opposed opposed to to like like, at at least in terms of trying this more open thing as opposed to very linear sort of example would would be interested in seeing what that looks like but i yeah i don't know and i'd be curious to see what future environments look like in sonic frontiers too because maybe it's not just the grassy area maybe there is like a cityscape kind of area that feels better you know it feels more like intersected specific levels where there's paths that like yeah, this, this basically, basically you know, you know feels, feels like 12, 12 sonic, sonic levels put, put into one but just, just have different starting points and kind of overlap, overlap with, with each other or something like that like i could, I could see, see that going fairly well, well. um but i, I just don't know that, that this the is way that. i see it is like i, I think sonic needs to feel like a like a tony hawk sort of situation like that's yeah. what yeah. the stages yeah. need to be it, it shouldn't mm-hmm. be like ah oh, crap uh we need to skate and we need to be able to like do tricks and stuff so throw a <laughs> ramp it's like no we're in a city so let's use what a city would have to mm-hmm. you know like can like be conducive of whatever track tricks you want to do like you know mm-hmm. like to facilitate all that stuff 
um with this game it's very obvious that they're like ah, oh, we gotta be sonic here somehow but we want to do a very realistic-esque like open yeah. world just breath of the wild sort of environment so just throw rails and ramps all over the place that makes sense mm-hmm. and and <laughs> people's defense to this is like oh but sonic always has floating rails and stuff like that and it's like look at look at how sonic rails look and the in the context of their world and compare it to how these look in mm-hmm. the context of of this current world yeah one looks a lot more in place than the other one does you yeah know? Like, diegetic, diegetic and like it's, it's it fits, fits in, in with, with no, no i, I think, think totally, totally like some like something where it feels like again the nice thing about new dog city for example is it feels kind of like found footage sort of like you're, you're making, making an obstacle course, course out of what's already there and of course what's already there, what's already there was perfectly designed specifically for mario but similarly you know you're, you're showing, showing up somewhere where it's like, like oh yeah this is i'm just, just in some city doing my mario stuff um and so similarly i feel like sonic in some kind of futuristic city where things streets are a lot wider and you know buildings are a lot higher and stuff because you got to be able to do the sonic type stuff and like I don't know, running on walls or something like that, you know, um, feels a lot more natural than, yeah, yeah, than floating platforms and towers that have bumpers on them already for some reason, you know, like yeah. that. <laughs> it just, just not win- makes sense. And on, on yeah. top of that, right, like a lot of other times and in, in open world games and the good open world games, they use the world for gameplay in some way, yeah, right? right? The, the mm-hmm. only thing that an open world serves Sonic for is that he is fast so it's like mm-hmm. he's fast man so we got to give him a lot of real estate to run around because you know if there's not that big of a world and he's fast mm-hmm. you're just going to like keep running up against walls all over the t- all yeah. over the place right but mm-hmm. <laughs> then you're just left in these in these situations where it's like i got i'm gonna run really really fast to these very specific like uh like um pop-up-esque <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh obstacle courses um, and yeah. then it's a whole bunch of go for a really long time or not for a really long time, but like, you know, run really fast, run really fast, stop, walk mm-hmm. really slow, be very precise, <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah honestly, honestly, so, so I, I feel, feel like, like, you know, kind, kind of, of sticking, sticking to, to the, the more original thing of like exploring by getting to an area that's hard to get to because you have to like do you know certain things in a particular way or whatever. like there's definitely some things that are harder to do in sonic games it's, it's a speed um, run take it's precision speed run yeah. game. that's what exactly. that's what it is i feel, I feel like that's something that, that again using city as the example for that and tony hawk is i was thinking that as well before you even said it too mm-hmm. is that like there's places in tony hawk where it's like oh it's really hard to get over here mm-hmm. You don't, you don't have, have to get, get over there, there if you don't want to, but there is a collectible there. there. So, right. like, if you, you want to go get that collectible, you got to do this hard thing. thing. But it's also optional, you know. So, so it's but right. it includes taking some ramps, getting up to this um, uh, like roof or whatever, and then using this one jump to get over there with like a good amount of speed, or like upgrading your stats to be able to get over those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I feel like similarly that like that's a good way to kind of bring classic, classic sonic, sonic back, back in that in same that kind of same regard as having areas where like where like you do have to start from this one point and do this kind of speed running section that should that probably is kind of grindy, grindy to, to if you don't, if you don't get, get it on the first, on the first couple, couple tries, tries like try it a bunch of times but kind of get it down after a while so you're basically practicing a level which just happens to be you know part of the world as opposed to like 
I'm choosing level three, two or something like that. Um, and maybe that'll be the case in, in this game already. You know, there might be some stuff like that, but it just feels, again, it, it feels forced when it's like ramps just out in the middle of nowhere and like rails, you know, floating in space as opposed to being like, I see that building over there and I want to get on top of that building. Or, you know, like the Mario stuff with the coins on top of the temple underground where they reward you for getting up there, but it's hard to do and you don't have to do it, but it's fun to do it if you want to, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> see, I, I, to answer what Mark said, I think that mm-hmm. is one of those things, right? Where it's like to make a Sonic game good, they got to stop starting from the world that they want to make, like in terms of like, mm-hmm. we want to be like the focus group, what they want, you know, people love Breath of the Wild. Let's make that, uh-huh. you know, um, if if you feel like it's like, ah, this can't be a Sonic game unless we put rails here. If you have to inject the rails after the fact, maybe right. your world isn't conducive to Sonic, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's like start from what you, what those implants are and work backwards from there. Build the world to be a Sonic world first, and then put Sonic in yep. it, you know? I mean, like, you know, stark example, but same kind of thing of like, if you just decided to drop Mario Kart in Breath of the Wild, it would, it. I love those two games, and like, the aesthetics are great, but like, you would have to do so much to make anything feel even remotely like a Mario Kart level for a minute. It just doesn't. Like, those are two entirely different games, and so one doesn't just like, translate magically into the other one, and I think, yeah, we're in a similar situation here. Again, you know, Unless we've seen more footage of other things besides this grassy area, I'd be interested to see what other areas look like. Because, like, probably this is the equivalent of, like, Green Greens, right? Isn't that what it's called in Sonic? Um, uh, green Hill Zone? Green Hills. Yeah, green Greens green? is oh, that's Kirby. Kirby, yep. Yeah. Um, so probably this is, like, the Green Hills, but, like, maybe, you know, we'll come to the factory. With- but even with the Green Hills, like, look at Green Hill Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does not look like that. You know, like it looks like uh-huh. it's all part of one world. This looks like Sonic landed on this planet and then he like built the world around him to yeah. to to facilitate himself. And uh-huh. like he did land on this planet, but it's already ready for him somehow. You know, like <laughs> like it's like that sort of stuff. And even with that, I feel like that's that's like a a, a bad excuse. To be like, he, he, you know, he's he's a uh, like an alien out of his out of his element, you know, like that uh-huh. sort of situation. It's like if he's out of his element, then why is the world tailored to his abilities? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And poorly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll be fun to see how it pans out. And again, like I would rather they be right and we be wrong just because yeah, I would hope that the be game for is a better good. game. Yeah. I want but, the game to be good, but I doubt it will be. I mean, even, even if the game is good, these criticisms still apply where it's like, why, why are there floating things? You know, yeah. again, it could still be fun to have those floating things, but it is weird. Like that's, you know, and not in a way that's going to be, but I don't, I don't even know, know if it it's will just, be fun. I don't know. I don't know if the overall experience will be, will be fun. Pretty. Because the, the, the idea is that it's like, oh, again, like these pop-up areas, there, there's pockets mm-hmm. of fun, <laughs> you know, like yeah. there's a lot of nothing 
where you're just mm -hmm. running aimlessly and then it's like oh shoot thing that i can interact with i'm going to jump on that rail and then jump off yeah. of that rail and then get that coin you know like or whatever that's where i'm very emblem. curious about like the gameplay loop as a whole just because it, it yeah it could totally just feel like you're kind of walking around looking for a starting point of something and like yeah i yeah i just don't know those two things the exploration and it being fun to move around in if those don't intersect very efficiently then that's a problem yeah yeah i, I think the game's gonna be bad also just noticed i mean i listened to the audio and it didn't sound bad but i ha i went through and i turned off the discord recording for that because you might be double, but I don't know. So <laughs> the audio listeners, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> if you did, if you know, the first like 15 minutes or something like that weren't great for you, but I fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good now. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. We'll, we'll listen back afterwards and find out. That'll be, that'll be interesting. So with that, um, that's some news that, uh, you know, some old games or some, whatever old franchises come into new stuff but also pokemon snap that's the second it's true it. it's true pokemon that's just other coming. news it's just, i just put it all under other yep. news other news is great pokemon snap is is coming and that's fine because <laughs> we knew it was coming they made like a, a the thing is like they didn't care about the other games as much as they did pokemon snap clearly <laughs> because pokemon yeah. snap got like a cool trailer I, I don't think... I feel like the other games got trailers, right? Maybe. Yeah, not. but it was like... I think they just got like freaking... Like Nintendo... Like the NES games, like that sort of trailer. Mm, but they like mm. specifically made like... Like it looks like it's like a new... Like the Fire Emblem uh, game, the Shadow Dragon or whatever. It was like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of trailer. Whereas the other oh, ones got yeah. like a... Here's the newest update to Nintendo... SNES yep. game library type. I'm rewatching yeah. it, and you're totally right. Yeah. I just had seen it and was like, "Yeah, look at that, neat." But yeah, it definitely feels like a definitely have a favorite child. That said, <laughs> Mega Man said Game of the Year. Absolutely not. No, Pokemon Snap is fine. It's okay. Uh huh. But it is a worse version of the thing that we have already. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. Again, like you said, it's nice to have. I don't know that. It'll get, I mean, people will play it for sure. And also sure. it is nice because compared to some other games, like going from Mario Odyssey to Mario 64 for the first time ever is kind of like, oh, this is different. Okay. Um, again, Mario 64 is great, but it's clunky to go back for the first time. Or, yeah, or this won't you know, necessarily be that. To Ocarina yeah. of Time or anything like that is like right. more kind of um, abrasive in terms of just the difference. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one is a lot more one-to-one -one for right. what it's worth. So like if you like the new Pokemon Snap and you want something to go back to, then like you can just pop back to this one and have some more stuff to do. So that's nice. Yeah. It's neat. Yeah, it is. It's a pretty fun time. Mark said, but it's also the freer version of the thing we have. True. Also true. That's a fact. <laughs> So if you, if you like never played the original Pokemon Snap and you're like you don't know if you're gonna like new Pokemon Snap, you can try this mm -hmm. and yeah, that makes sense. That's yep. true. For what it's worth, I mean this also is nice because it feels like 
all the more likely that we'll get some additional N64 games announced whenever a direct happens. True. Just because at this point, then we already have Banjo. Is Banjo already? Yep. Yeah, Banjo came. Banjo came in like this a while. Is, did the we, did the they announce Banjo Tui ever? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. So we just have Banjo Kazooie. That might have been rumored at some point, but. No, I think I think we probably just. When we did the like oh, thing yes. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're totally right. Yeah, I can't remember. I think we saved. We did. Spreadsheets. Sure. I'm looking up. Yeah. Yeah, we guessed at some of these that would come out at some point, I mm-hmm, think. Mm-hmm. So um, we said Banjo Tooie, Goldeneye, which that one, I mean, lots of rumors have been happening about Goldeneye. Yep. Mario Party 2, Pilot Wing 64, Smash, and Wave Race are like the next batch coming out mm-hmm. the second half of the year. Uh, so, there you go. My cool. ears will mo- momentarily perk up for Smash. I'll probably play it once. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. What about playing it online? Is that any kind of more enticing? No, not really. I mean, I could see I could see me and Lee every once in a while being like, you know what, for Smash Tuesday, let's do Smash sixty four. You know, like I could see that. Yeah. But other than that, eh. Mm-hmm. Eh. Yep. Well, I'll be coming back to to this related topic during games we're playing for that. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, um, there was a rumor for uh, I don't know how much we should get into details of this because it's rumors and stuff. But um, the Fire Emblem, yeah, uh, that game is done pretty much. I mean, it's it's from Emily Rogers, and she's like one of the reputable sources. Yeah, if you know. And all that. Um, and there was also some screenshots that we're not going to show in case you don't want to see them that seem like, you know, those are probably, I mean, they're definitely, they seem to match up with the things the that she said about like them. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's pretty likely. Oh, that's so much. Oh, just, no. Okay. Hold on just a second. Let me sort this out. Got it. Okay. We're good. Nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anytime somebody becomes Sorador, he just has a, a good old time. Um, but yeah, so Fire Emblem, it's, I guess the biggest question just is like, I mean, it's done, sounds like. Now we know a couple of details about it, probably. And then when do we see it? I don't know. It's direct. It's going to open the direct, just like the last time when uh, uh-huh. I think the title of the stream was Water Emblem. And then the first thing was three hopes. Yeah. Um, so we got we got to do the bit next for uh-huh. for this next direct. Um, yep. So there it is. Indeed. Yeah. Um. What are you? What? Just considering having played three houses and enjoying that, what would be your excitement level for a new? You know, assuming it's pretty much the same kind of thing as three houses but just a new game excitement level i'd say like a six maybe a low Mm -hmm. seven um but i'll try it you know just like the last Mm -hmm. one i'll try it (laughs) um the thing is like do i want it you know what nah never mind because you probably wouldn't want to do that i was about to say what we should do is like we could like go half on vouchers and then just put it on the on the on the Narnian account. Yeah, um, I mean for this game, I don't. Know. Yeah, for this game, maybe not. But I, I have thought for some other games that would be worthwhile, mm-hmm. just for yeah, for us to be able to both have it on 
yeah stuff but oh we'll yep, see yep. um i also am fine to, if i get a game to just play on um airplane mode or whatever as well if you want to play anything so yeah that also works i just would yeah. say because you know eventually there's going to be a new switch yep. i'm going i'm going to be in the same situation <laughs> where i like lose all the save files because i i forget the password and i gotta freaking be like ah, i got yeah. a message parker but i don't know what he's doing right now <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah for what it's worth i uh, yeah i'm kind of with you i'm I'd probably put my excitement level more closer to like a seven or something like that. But I think this is always the kind of game where it's like, okay, yeah, that seems pretty fun. But uh-huh. it's as soon as I actually start it, that I'm like, all right, now here we go. And like, I think it, I think it's closer. To, it might be closer to six, maybe even lower than that for me, because it is one of those games that like, even if I want to play it, I don't care to see it. I, like yeah. <laughs> to know that it exists. Fine hopefully it's coming out within the next like four to six months or whatever mm-hmm. right and it's like okay dope um but i don't need to know systems i don't need to know how they change relationships or whatever I, like mm-hmm. none of that matters to me outside of actually playing the game i don't care i don't on care. the plus side if this is the you know the first direct that it shows up in and assuming it only shows up in one direct typically the first time that a game like this shows up it's just a regular like cinematic kind of trailer mm. sort of thing yeah it doesn't have all that other stuff yes and then if it shows up a second time then usually then they will do the, the deep dive that, so. which is dumb and i hate it and i don't think it makes any <laughs> sense i i mean for what it's worth i could see it showing up this year in this director the next one or whatever and then getting a more dedicated you know like slot in a early year direct next year and being talked about for five minutes and stuff like that but i don't know you never know or maybe you just did maybe gets a dedicated direct and you don't have to watch it at all true that's a fact yeah i mean not true because you know podcast and i'll probably have to watch it for <laughs> that's that that's true <laughs> um but mm. yeah mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it, it is the kind of thing where just like yeah if as soon as i like, start even if to... i love the game i don't care i don't care mm-hmm. about that like yeah. retroactively really like three houses pretty good game mm-hmm. would not watch a thing breaking down you know yeah. like the the systems and all that like because i just don't think that ever really works like yeah i'm not going to retain any of that for when i'm actually playing the game so Honestly, why tell me I, now yeah like i mean alec as an example or anybody else leave in the comments of like if you you know are also somebody who loves rpgs and stuff like that do you care about in trailers it talking about you know systems and those kinds of things or more just i don't know you can kind of garner some of that from just showing some footage with and talking over it or something like that you know Mm -hmm. yeah or at least I, i feel that way but yeah i mean i'd be curious if anybody is interested in in that kind of thing and maybe it's just that they just want to show off the stuff they've been working on but still is that worth it if you are shooting yourself in the foot and turning off other people that would be interested otherwise? Or finally, could it be that you're trying to make sure that nobody gets it thinking it's like an action RPG, find out that it's a turn-based right. strategy RPG, and then be like, oh, uh, never mind. I think that you can do that just by showing gameplay. Um, but I don't even necessarily, it's not even necessarily a thing that I think it turns anybody off. I just think it hurts the pacing of the overall direct. Like, uh-huh. I think, yes, right. halt all momentum. 
here are menus. <laughs> I think that's just a bad move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I, I fully agree with that. Yeah, Alex said, I care about the systems, but I think it's bad for a commercial. And oh, yeah. Mark said, the 12-minute breakdown of systems gives me time to ignore it and do a little work so I don't feel bad about watching it direct while working. <laughs> so, yeah, checks out. I think we're we're not alone with that kind of thing. But I don't think they're going to stop anytime soon. For me, it's the opposite of that. It It, 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 it is me working. I'm watching this <laughs> and I'm trying to, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times stream it, sort of entertain in the meantime and i don't want to freaking the 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 option for entertaining in that situation is making fun of the trailer and i don't want to spend 12 <laughs> minutes making fun of this trailer you guys know that i don't want to freaking see the menus for the next half hour uh-huh <laughs> yeah it's true so we'll see hopefully that game will come out tomorrow and be all yes of fun. <laughs> and it'll be a level 10 excitement for everyone Mm-hmm. Um, lastly for the news, I mean, okay. So there was a, there were technically lots of things that have happened cause summer games fest and all that stuff, yeah. but it's same kind of thing as last week where it's just like various little announcements. Yo, we got freaking final people. fantasy seven, uh, uh-huh. crisis core remaster. Uh-huh. And what was that's the, what it is, final right? Seven <laughs> or something. I don't, that doesn't matter. It's not on I Nintendo. Don't I don't think. So, oh, well, it's right, just right, on right. PlayStation 5, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist here. Um, <laughs> but but the Crisis Core remaster does exist. Mm-hmm. No, not Rebirth. Yeah. Alec, that doesn't exist. They didn't announce that for But for that's the one I was now. asking about. He was just being nice. Yeah, but Come that doesn't matter you. right now because <laughs> this is a Nintendo podcast. That's true. Uh, um, I didn't even see screenshots. Crisis Core... Remaster. It just it's just a remaster, so you know it's just the general okay. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Upres texture still kind of look, you know, mm-hmm. it looks like an early 360 game. Okay, which is fine. Intense. Indeed. What when's Crisis Core from originally? Crisis uh, Core, eh, not remastered. That's a game. PSP game, isn't it? I think it's a PSP oh. game. Yep, you're totally right. Look right. at me, no one thinks. Look at you go. <laughs> Who would have guessed? <laughs> so yeah, that stuff. Um, also, Xbox had their presentation. Okay, since we talked about true, the true, true, Sony true, 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 state true. of play, I guess just like overall thoughts on the I Xbox think Xbox did everything that I complain about other presentations not doing. You know? Yeah, they sure. did all of it. Like, no, I mean, like, in a positive way. Like, yeah, right. they, they only showed announcements that are planned within the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed multiple games, gave dates. A lot of them are soon. Um, they, mm-hmm. you know, kept the momentum. They didn't, they didn't like, stop and talk about a freaking mobile game or whatever. Uh, they yeah. showed gameplay of these True. games, not CG trailers. You know, we didn't get any pitch meetings except for the freaking... Uh, what is that game called? Star, Star, Starfield. Starfield. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're lying about that game. That game is cap. Um, that game, I, I would doubt, uh, is coming yeah. out next year. Uh, when and, is, and also, just... 
speaking of that bethesda bethesda just ruined all of that you know like they 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 were like ah, okay we're checking a lot of these boxes let's throw it in the garbage because we're going to talk about a game that we announced preemptively before and preemptively announce another game in tandem with that <laughs> you know where they're like they're like all right we're almost done with starfield yeah. it's coming out soonish and after that then, you're getting freaking what is it uh elder, elder scrolls elder, and then yeah fallout. and then fallout like i <laughs> Who cares? Like you cannot yeah. play a logo. You can't play a logo, and it's not even good in the in the uh, sort of thing of like here's a game, like here's a new property that might get you excited or whatever. Who yeah. doesn't know that we're getting another Fallout and another Elder Scrolls? Right. Who doesn't know that? I, I keep wanting to call it Elden Scrolls. <laughs> um, but who doesn't know that? Who is shocked? What we're getting Fallout Five? I would have never knew. And, I, and all I can think is like it, because I'd be curious to hear from a Fallout fan if that's something that makes them more okay with Fallout seventy six or more okay to ignore Fallout seventy six, and that must kind of be their play. But either way, it doesn't make sense to do it. Like, yeah, and like yeah. they didn't even do the like Metroid thing where it's like here's fall here's more Fallout seventy six, but before we show that, here's this. You know, like right. it yeah, was yeah, yeah. after Starfield. Yeah. So like, duh. And after we'd already seen some Fallout seventy six stuff yeah. in that, yes, in the trailer, it's or so that part was dumb, very yeah. very stupid. Um, yeah, we've but, seen a bunch of that. That and then also this week was, I mean, not from X, not from Microsoft, but Dragon Dog Dragons Dog yeah. Two. Yes, um, just being like, it is gonna, it's happening, an event. It's happening. But <laughs> like, even okay, that, cool, like, thanks. I feel like Dragon's Dogma, which I, I still think is ill-advised, but it's, like, lower impact. Um, it, it was a Metroid Prime 4 situation of, like, all right, we know that this game is not guaranteed, and nobody thought that it would ever happen. And Metroid, you know, it's on Death's mm -hmm. Door. But guess what? Yeah. We're making a new one, you know? Like, yeah. Dragon's Dog Like, literally, I saw Alana Pierce being like, ah, I really wish that this game could happen, and then... It, it happened and she's like oh just snap you know like um so I, yeah. I i'm not as mad about that i still think that it is a bad idea to announce mm -hmm. your pitch meetings but right if you're gonna announce a pitch meeting at least make it you know so that it it, it serves a purpose beyond just hyping people up you know yeah, right um so yeah eh. Other all than that, all, though, I'd I mean, give I'd them like a you. solid, like seven point five eight. Yeah. I I enjoyed. I I think I watched most of it. Live. No, I, I oh, had to pause it for also, a little bit. Also, real quick, like, another W. Yeah. Everything on Game Pass. That's a W. Yes. Like that, that's the other part yeah. about it, right? Where it's like, I feel like every other, especially PlayStation. It's it's mm -hmm. it's the expectations that I have for these presentations are directly like related with how how much of an investment are you asking of me like i yeah. have game pass and even if i didn't have game pass it's 15 dollars a month <laughs> i can yeah. so that that then means that i don't need every game that you're showing me to be uh, even close to a, a a 10 out of 10 you know yeah. but if you're asking me for 70 dollars and you're showing me a bunch of sevens or lower mm -hmm. you know like Eh, and again to bring to bring it back to this if you're asking me for 70 dollars and to wait for three four five <laughs> plus years you yeah. better be showing me games that are worth all of that investment 
but mm-hmm. if 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 it's coming out within the next year it's on game pass which i already have or if i didn't it's 15 dollars a month i can check it out see if i do like it or if i don't like it you know like not every game needs to wow me it just needs to be moderately interesting and then mm-hmm. i try it and see if it does wow me or not and, you know every game has the chance to be fire emblem three houses yeah. you know um which I think was another thing that that is to um, Xbox's advantage. The mm-hmm. something that I, I think that they all suffer from, though, is that 75 percent of these games all look the same. <laughs> they all look the same. It was either a shooty shooty game or it was, uh, you know, like a Skyrim sort of situation. Mm-hmm. It's either high fantasy. You give the space marine a, a gun mm-hmm. or, you know, like it's Cuphead. And that that's like the, the, the other 30 percent is like the random wacky stuff, which is yeah. was the more interesting stuff, to be fair to me. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I I did feel like of basically any presentation that's not Nintendo's, I felt like this was the most varied one mm-hmm. in just the longest time, you know. Um, so that's nice, but yeah, basically, um, wait, what's this thing? Oh, that's the extended showcase. Okay, never mind. I was trying to look up a list of everything at um, their show, but yeah, I mean, like, there was something I don't care about, like Redfall, particularly, but I know some people do, and there's various other. I'm just scrolling through the trailers, um, and you know, like the Forza stuff, it's like that is very impressive that Forza Motorsport is doing all the things that it's doing, but I don't really care about that. But then right after that, there was, what was it? I just saw something else that, I don't know, there was other stuff that was more interesting. So it was nice to just see some variety at all. But yeah, I, I definitely feel you there. Um, and, but like you said, the fact that it's all on Game Pass, really just like, if there's anything that's kind of interesting, that right. I don't really know anything about just like yeah go and check it out because you can so exactly. overall i mean i i generally I, I mean literally i watched about two minutes of the starfield stuff and was like i mean i'll i'll find out about this later i don't mm-hmm. really care right now um so once that was on i was kind of out but otherwise i skipped through some of it because i yeah i paused it at one point and then just like was catching back up to the live show and so i saw things but didn't like really look into them but for the most part it was just a fun watch and like if nothing else if all it provided was entertainment while watching it that's cool Mm -hmm. you know i'm down for that people like watching trailers before movies this was something in that ilk if nothing else um but like silk song showed up there and that was pretty cool yeah i was like what the and that being on game pass like yeah that man like come (laughs) on dude Uh uh-huh and it's i mean it is a nice thing too because like that's the kind of game that i think a lot of people are going to want to buy somewhere as well so that and they also are getting all the game pass money and so that's nice so like it's a win-win for for team cherry i wish we knew the date but yeah i don't really care it'll be whenever it is and that's fine according to xbox sometime in the next 12 months that's true yeah so yeah it was good stuff they, they did good it it felt very different from like you said as well from the state of play and every, and Which, not even just sony everybody else did uh, terribly in this regard um, I mean, I only compared it to Sony's because that was the only. One, I didn't really feel there, yeah. that was the only one that was like felt much like a presentation, yeah. as it were. Even though other ones happened, I mean, because like to, Capcom, to be fair, right? They were also like the the only real sin that I feel Capcom <laughs> committed is like they just reannounced a bunch of stuff. 
Um, and then it's like, oh, here's the Resident Evil thing or whatever, right? Like that, that was really the only like brand new info is that Mm -hmm. it was like, uh, you could play as Lady Demetresque or whatever. Um, and the PC version of Resident Evil 8 or something. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. It was just a bunch of like, here's stuff that we announced at other places again for longer. Yeah. Like they, the, the, there was like three or four different events that had Street Fighter Six at it, and I'm like, I don't need to see Street Fighter Six this many times. I'm gonna play it for <laughs> sure, definitely. But yeah. I do not need you to show me D- Hadouken at this many different freaking presentations. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. I I think the shows that kind of I don't know saved Summer Game Fest or anything like that is the right word because definitely not. But like the shows that felt like oh those are pretty good ones. I, that I didn't actually watch live. We're like the indie direct kinds of yeah, shows. Yep. Um, like the wholesome direct. I just caught like the, um, uh, who was that? Uh, Ryan, right? From Super Weird Games, I think. Um, doesn't matter. Some other, I've followed some people's just like tweets of like this announcement and this announcement mm-hmm. and this announcement. And there's some really cool stuff there. I only know um, some of them because youth. She likes mm-hmm. like cozy games. And I was yep. like, oh, wholesome. Like, that's a, wholesome games. They exist. Like, is, yep. that's a thing you know about, right? She didn't know about it. Uh, <laughs> so then I like, I was talking to her and she was like watching through it. She was like, oh, this game. I, I totally <laughs> will play this. And I, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm, sure. Yeah, you surely will. Uh, yeah. So I know some of the wholesome direct stuff, but I didn't watch mm-hmm. that one. I just know that it happened. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it was, there's... Yeah, so, like, those kinds of things. You know, there's always cool indies coming out. So, like, that's always fun. They just don't get the same spotlight in the industry, I feel like, that they could or should. So, I wish they would. But still, they at least have other places that they can kind of shine now. So, that's nice. Mm -hmm. So, that's Summer Games Fest, guys. Good job. There it is. Now, the last thing Um, left is Nintendo Direct. And I feel like, even, again, remove from... And... not in a Nintendo way, but in the sense that, like, I have a very particular way that I think presentation should be done. Um, mm-hmm. Because, in my opinion, there's no real reason to do a presentation unless you do all of these things. Um, mm-hmm. Like, th- there's definitely bias there. It's not a Nintendo-specific bias, because there's a lot of times where a lot of the announcements that are announced in Nintendo Directs, I don't particularly care for personal Mm -hmm. but i am able to see like okay they announced that i know a lot of people care about that okay they announced Mm -hmm. that i know a lot of people care about that you know i think that nintendo is going to have the best presentation in that way because Mm -hmm. they usually do like it 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 feels like throughout the years and i'm going to do deeper uh, more involved research in this because i do want to make a video comparing nintendo directs to other presentations it feels like they just got it figured out they know how to do presentations better than everybody else everybody yep i mean i know i was listening to the kitten krista podcast like I don't know, a couple weeks ago and they were talking about nintendo directs and basically just like that there's you know there's a formula at this point and like obviously there is like we know that um but their formula works and has also informed kind of everything else mm-hmm. um and so you know even as long as the content within that is pretty good or then you should be fine you know so like um and even they were also saying you know who uh i think i think kit had specifically 
put together some director, like was in charge of getting announcements together for directors, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and was agreeing that like no direct ever again is going to like meet all of your expectations and needs because like stuff has to be spread out. So like, right. You know, don't expect any of them to blow you away, which I thought was like, I don't know, good to hear from, cause from somebody that's in the know and like, you know, on the inside of that kind of a thing, because that's definitely true. And I think people are typically expecting the moon in a lot of regards. And we kind of have to like, sometimes with these conversations, help tailor expectations to like, no, like we'll get like two or three new, new first party announcements maybe. And then, you know, this, that, or the other and like, but it'll be a fun time. And so, yeah. Right. And that is, I think it's generally are good. There it is. Yeah. And also I wonder, yeah, if, you know, if the direct really is around the last week of June, basically, uh-huh. um, I do wonder if some of that is just to stay as far away from the summer games fest as possible to not be associated with it. Cause it yeah. really seems like they're trying to just not be associated with right. that. Cause I could easily see if they, if it happened to be during the week of summer games fest, the Jeff, Jeff Keighley would tweet out something and be like, and be like yeah. summer games fest. Right. And they would have to specifically either go along with it and say nothing which would probably be the easier thing to do PR wise or literally be like, this is not affiliated with yeah. summer games. Which, which would be, people would be mad about. Yeah, yeah. That wouldn't go over well right. at all. So, yeah. you know, so. feels like the safer bet to just um, move also, it all Also, I, I think it's pretty in line with what we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it was like, I think it's going to be in July or close to July. If it's <laughs> yeah. gonna happen, because again, it's just when I, it's not even necessary. It's not even like an inside for like insiders. I just pay attention to to trends, and it mm-hmm. just does seem like whenever people like get their like like they start to like set their clock to something, Nintendo's <laughs> like ah nah, I think I'm gonna do this instead. So the yeah. second that people were like oh it's gonna come this week because they usually do it, I was like it's not, <laughs> it's not gonna <laughs> it's gonna come anytime but that. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that this this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's all the news we got. And now some games that we're playing. <laughs> Here we go. Um, I've got a couple. Yeah, I'll, I've, just, few, I've got a couple. I have a few too. I have a lot, a lot to talk about. <laughs> you have a lot to talk about? Uh, a decent I... amount to talk about, yes. Interesting. I'm uh-huh. curious what yours is. I'll go ahead and start with one real quick. Um, Cloud Gardens. This um, got a review copy from, um, from Jack over at... Why am I blanking all of a sudden? Uh, from CodeSync. CodeSync. Code Thank yeah. you very much. My brain exploded. Um, from CodeSync, who did Fogs and also Cake Bash mm-hmm. and also Islanders, which everybody knows I played a whole lot of and is really, really good. Um, and it's like five bucks. And I know it's not everybody's cup of tea because I know like you played it a little bit and you're like, yeah, that's okay, but like probably wouldn't want to play that much more. And I, I know at least one other person that got it on my recommendation and was like, I don't know if this is for me. But I loved it. So that was great. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this game's called Cloud Gardens and it came out yesterday. Well, two days ago, if you're listening to it came out on the sixteenth. Do with that what you will in relation to your current day, wherever you are <laughs> in time. Um and it's it's interesting. So it's kind of like um 
I haven't gotten like super far in it particularly, but it's a super just like chill, kind of relaxing sort of puzzle game and kind of like Islanders as well in some regards. Like I know Coatsing is the publisher. I haven't looked to see if it's the same developer as um, Islanders, but it might be. In any case, the way this works is like there's little like kind of, I don't know, maybe dystopian sort of looking tiny little um, location or something. So like um, like a side a very like a, small like a sandbox. Yeah, basically like a little sandbox of like the corner of a sidewalk kind of floating in nothingness fog or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's just got like some graffiti on it and like a fence or something like that. Um, and you like plant a seed of some uh, like vine plant kind of thing and mm. then have to place uh, like other, you know, like tires and cones and various like things that would sort of like fit in that environment. I've only gotten, there seems like there's a couple of different worlds that are different, like environment and the ones I've done so far, are all like highway sort of vibe, um, like sidewalks and those kinds of things. And as you place more of the, like this kind of stuff, the vines will like feed off of the dystopian (laughs) things basically. And so like we'll grow accordingly. And so you're trying to grow the vines to a certain amount with the amount of things that you have. So it's not so far, at least not particularly challenging. Like there's a couple where I, I guess messed up and had to Uh, restart in it. I'm uh, probably like 12 levels in something like that. Like how long is that? Um, not very, like each one's probably like, three or four minutes so far uh, okay that's what i was, I was looking like... for an hour number <laughs> oh gotcha so yeah i mean i don't know probably probably played like 30 45 minutes okay. maybe an hour so far gotcha. but like looking at looking at pictures online definitely some of the environments that show up on here are bigger than the ones that i've done by a decent amount so i feel like they're like the puzzles are pretty or the environments are pretty quick and easy so far um and it's i think more than anything it's just kind of supposed to be a relaxing thing where there's progress for the sake of progress but otherwise it's kind of just building these nice little kind of chill looking um you know sort of dystopian areas so yeah pretty fun i think it's like 13 bucks or something like that on the e-shop and it's out now so if you want to go check it out go for it nice so that's one of the things i'm playing yeah thanks jack facts all right what about you you got some stories to tell it sounds like okay so uh i'll start with breath of the wild i beat the, oh, yes, i beat indeed. the breath of the wild uh champions ballad dlc uh-huh. uh it was a good time this was another one of those situations where like people were telling me like oh this is a hard one man like oh about the final boss? yeah like this oh. is the hardest boss in the game and i'm like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sure definitely. maybe he is i beat him first First try though for sure <laughs> yeah 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 same yeah. same 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 here um yep. and i was like I, that said definitely the coolest one for sure like that that oh, that sure. boss fight yeah, is yeah. very cool um mm-hmm. it, yeah like it was the the hardest part about it the hardest part in quotes mm-hmm. um about yeah. it is the, the freaking shadow clones man was like what the mm, heck mm-hmm. but you just use herbosa's fury and then they just oh, they, they just all die <laughs> um yep. so so like that was the thing but like i spent like a very long time on the puzzle the the freaking yeah. divine beast the, mm-hmm. that's just that is 
my relationship with breath of the wild in general um mm -hmm. is i spend like a long time mostly because i don't really care to figure out the way that they want me to do it i try to figure out any other yeah, way right. but that and that results in me <laughs> taking a long time because i feel like if you're just trying to be straightforward it's probably faster but that's not fun uh so like there was there was like i took a beam a steel beam from later in the like or a, um uh one of the divine beast locks or whatever that you're supposed to do later mm -hmm. um i took it from that and i like freaking portaled it i like like portal in the sense of the video game i like took it and i carried uh -huh. it to a different part of the map because i was like i'm gonna use this and then i had to freaking take that and then get it out of the area that it was in and it was very clearly not meant to you're not supposed to do that so it took me forever to try to get the door to like open and stay open so that i can pull yeah. it through the door and bring that so then that took me a minute and then there was just other things about like i was talking about puzzles and just 3d games in general they tend to like most of the quote-unquote puzzle is finding the pieces to the puzzle and right. that yeah. was very annoying except for the last puzzle which was very cool because it was the opposite of that it was like here's stuff that is in this room here's everything that you have available to you you can see it now mm -hmm. but how does this get you to the next part you know like those are actual puzzles but those are like the puzzles that i think uh should be prioritized and exclusively mm -hmm. made to be honest in 3d yes yeah. because it's not it's not a, a a challenge a direct challenge it's a, a challenge in a roundabout way because it tests your patience to to go in a wild goose goose hunt like yeah. i don't freak you know like i don't feel accomplished because i found this random spot on the map that you're that you wanted me to go to to find the piece of the puzzle to figure out where to put the piece of the puzzle i'm just frustrated mm -hmm. that you didn't just give me the piece of the puzzle like if i bought a puzzle and the box was like the last piece is, you know, and it like freaking gives me a riddle. I'm tight. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that for sure. Yeah, I think, I mean, in general, the the divine beasts were probably, for a couple of reasons, definitely not my favorite part of my favorite game of all time. Like, they just, I, I bet if the aesthetics were better it would have helped a little bit but overall it definitely felt like such a departure from kind of the rest of the game and honestly like even which is a little surprising because i i actually really like all the shrines and some of the shrines also have pretty particular ways that you do them but um i think the sh when i go into a shrine i have the expectation of what that's supposed to feel like and it matches that expectation. Whereas getting to the divine beasts, what I expect those to feel like are not what they actually are. You know, like it, I, I, and I don't know exactly what I want that to feel like either, but something different. <laughs> so I feel that. Justin says, but riddles are puzzles. They're definitely not puzzles in the way that a tangible puzzle is a puzzle. And you know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. Like it, it's not the same thing that puzzles in any other game prior to three the third dimension when they give you the thing and they're like all right here's the pieces figure it out mm -hmm. finding the piece shouldn't be a puzzle especially yeah. since 
it's usually not a direct riddle in the sense of like what's black and blue and like red all over <laughs> you know like it, yeah. it's not it's not that <laughs> right or black and white and red all over um <laughs> i was gonna say black and blue interesting yeah, yeah yeah it's not like that sort of thing where it's like here's all the things that you're supposed to do now how do they fit together to make the the end result you know mm-hmm. i think to to justin's point here he said, I expected the Divine Beasts to be harder. That was my biggest gripe with them. But that's coming from someone whose favorite part of the game were the shrines. I think for me, maybe I wasn't hoping that the Divine Beasts would specifically be harder, but that they'd feel more grandiose. And I don't think they did. And I, 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 I the closest one to that, I feel like kind of the um, Urbosa's one, uh, the Camel one. Yeah sort of did because i don't know something about that it felt you know bigger or something and so i don't know that i have like an exact answer for what i want that to feel like but um yeah shrines basically the expectation versus reality of shrines matched up a lot better than they did for divine beasts for me and i feel like they should have gone in one direction or the other either made them a lot bigger and more complicated or or made them more you know actiony and less either more like dungeons or less like dungeons but the amount that they were like dungeons was a weird i'll also amount. say that for what it's worth i think divine beasts on like the base level are designed mm-hmm. in that way where they give you everything that you are the intent is here's everything you need for this puzzle here's the divine beast and the movements that it makes that will influence the other things in this room so that other things happen but yeah and some of them it's like all right find the thing that you need to influence so that <laughs> and that's 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 yeah. annoying that's bad and it, it it's again not even a direct riddle where it's like oh where's this thing it's like all right aimlessly explore quote unquote until you find this thing that looks suspicious enough but like, ah, maybe i need to influence this with the <laughs> way the divine beast moves you know right um if the whole thing is like that where it's like all right here are these like inherent tools and like uh mechanics of this area that you're in it will do something to everything in your immediate vision like like line of sight um mm-hmm. what how do you progress with that yeah that is that i think is how to best design stuff like that mm-hmm. no, that makes sense speaking of traditional zelda and earlier speaking of n64 um i started ocarina of time last night <laughs> for some reason i Ew. <laughs> yeah no it's yeah so i don't know just yesterday i opened up my switch and i was like i don't know what i want to play because like i don't want to do something that's going to require too much thinking and work and also don't want to just i don't know the, i didn't know what to play so i opened mm-hmm. up 64 and i was like all right let's just get started with ocarina of time so i got through um the great deku tree so far and i had a good time it was you know like it's at this point it's also just nostalgic and i'm down with that um so yeah there's some of this stuff where it's definitely like it it's obtuse in a way that was nice for, uh, you know, eight-year-old Parker who had nothing better to do to mm-hmm. just like wander around Kukiri Village for, for stumbling into the thing that you're supposed to do. And probably if I'd like talked to some people in town, I would have remembered where I was supposed to get the shield. But like, I you have to get your sword and your shield. And so the sword, I just like went to where I thought maybe you had to get it and I was right. So that was nice. And then 
I just like wandered around, went to the Lost Woods, did various things, got 40 rupees by accident, just through various things, and then wandered into the shop where you buy a shield for 40 rupees. And maybe there's somewhere else to get one. I don't remember. But I was like, oh, cool. I've got exactly 40 rupees and then bought it and all that stuff. But yeah, so at this point, my brain, I'm definitely on half autopilot and half figuring it out again because it's been probably 15 years since I've played Ocarina of Time, something like that. So, but that said, it's just a nice little refresher to play it again. And so far I'm enjoying it. I don't know how much longer I'll get in it. Maybe I'll just like open it one more time. Maybe I'll beat the whole game or anywhere in between. (laughs) So, yeah, but I think, I mean, for what it's worth, that's, I, that is what I was not enjoying that much about Skyward Sword was that like, I'm not in a mood particularly to aimlessly wander around areas now, like with yeah. the new game. Like it's one thing when I, I have think, the memories. I in think there. that that exactly that's the difference. Like you're not aimlessly yeah. wandering around to like figure out something that you don't know, right? Like it's it's more like a routine that you go through, like uh, trying mm-hmm. to find where you're freaking where you put your glasses and it's dark yeah. in the room. You know, like uh-huh. you, you know in the general vicinity where you had to walk to find your glasses, mm-hmm. um, but like in a place that you never been. Mm-hmm. find somebody else's glasses now <laughs> like that's yep. the, that's the difference <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i think it's you know like and then it's just a question of like what's your what's your gaming landscape look like because honestly twilight princess same thing but again when i played twilight princess i quite enjoyed it because it was the only game that i owned and was playing at the time it was yeah it was know, the same yeah, experience pre-switch and i was just like it, it was Here the we go. same Let's... experience that you had with ocarina at the time when you were younger it was like all right exactly I have time and I want to play this specific game, you know, like, yeah, that's just not a thing anymore. And so I think probably what I would do with certain games along those lines is like, I could just use a review or not a review, uh, a A guide if I wanted to, but I don't know. I just don't know that I want to do that with you. Like, I think I had enough small frustrations with skyward sword. that I was like, I don't really feel like doing it. So I just didn't. Yep. Um, but but yeah, Ocarina of Time, having a fun time with it. Also, real quick, my I think the last one probably, um, besides been playing some more Mario Kart for reasons that hopefully, uh, yeah, it works in progress. I launched your New Zealand account and I played mm-hmm. half of a round of Mario Strikers. And I was like, you know what? This game obviously is probably built and balanced very well and all that. I don't care one bit about the gameplay and I'm bad at it. So <laughs> I, I, I mean, I just played with CPUs and I didn't go back through the tutorial. I just tried to vaguely remember what I remembered from the tutorial from when I played it like a month ago. Didn't remember enough, obviously. And yeah, soccer games are definitely not up my alley. So I just stopped. Um, so that's my experience with Mario Strikers. I'm not uh, that was another game. I'm still playing that uh freaking for the most part still cracked uh but (laughs) but and for what it's worth me i'm kind of opposite of that in in that Mm -hmm. regard where it's like i didn't i didn't go through the tutorial i went through the tutorial Mm -hmm. on stream before the game came out because i wanted to play the game before the game came out um Mm -hmm. on stream um but like i don't learn like that i don't want you to, to to tutorialize stuff directly in that way I just want to do mm-hmm. it. Um, and that's how I'm learning the game is just doing it. 
uh, which yep. is working pretty well. The only thing that I don't like is that the goalie sucks. The goalie is terrible. Like, mm. if I like, I want to say seventy-five percent or even eighty percent of the times <laughs> that I lose a game, I feel like I lost the game because my goalie did not want to defend. Like, there's so many like of those like uh, um, instant replays of the goalie mm-hmm. having his hand up and putting his hand down and then the ball going in the goal. Like, it's like you literally went out of your way. You literally threw, you literally threw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. And for, just for the record, I'm definitely in no way saying that it's a bad game or anything. It's just not a game for you. Yeah. It's not a game for me. And because I didn't buy it, I don't have the incentive to like, to figure it out want to care about it so it was i was just playing it for the research i mean same goes for like i um yeah i like golf games fine i think you know i I really enjoyed golf story and all that blah blah blah. but um played a little bit of your mario golf copy and because i didn't buy it and was playing other things at the time i just like never really spent the time trying to get into it and Mm -hmm. i know that i would have liked it but I just am okay to have not like played it. Also, I think it's, well, I I don't know. I think that Mario strikers, if you like the game itself, it does have enough of the type of crap that you like when you play a game. Cause there's just Mm. a lot of stuff to unlock. Um, right. So it's, it's like Mario Kart ish in that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, but if you don't enjoy the the core gameplay, unlocking, right. yeah. Yeah. Unlocking gear, like in Mario Kart, Eight mm. is definitely less incentive than unlocking characters and mm-hmm. like courses and stuff right like it sh- you know should be and it sounds like unless i'm wrong it in mario strikers it's unlocking gear it's like gear part, right? but also like depending on if you do the the uh, what's it called the uh the like league mode or whatever like mm-hmm. you can unlock mm-hmm. items for your stadium oh okay gotcha well, that's fun uh, but, but yeah, yeah, it has a lot of stuff like that, and it, it's like nice. a long, a long road to unlock all this stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, if you're if if it's like a completionist sort of situation, mm-hmm. like it doesn't take that long to have a team. Like that's you could do that pretty instantly, honestly. But yeah. if you like just want to be a completionist and have everything, like have all the options to change all my stats in any kind of way that I want, <laughs> it will take yeah. a very long time. Um, but yeah, uh, Mario Strikers. I'm not. I don't think I want to play it on. Well, then again, I think next week is when the the uh, the the first season starts. Oh, if I'm not right, if I'm not wrong, Trev, is that correct me if I'm wrong? If you know, um, but then I'll probably play it on stream if it starts. But mm-hmm. I, there's I don't want to play it aimlessly for no reason. So yeah, I will play it more on stream. Trev said it's correct. Um, so I will be playing it on a stream when I have something to work towards, then if, then, uh, you know, I have a reason to play it. Um, but yeah, also playing that. Mm-hmm. When you say next else? week, is that like in two days next week or next Friday next week or something? Uh, sometime post Sunday. <laughs> That's cool. what I, I mean. <laughs> there we go. Are you playing anything else? I don't think so. Yeah, pretty sure that's I'm playing just, uh, one more thing that's not Smash. I'm uh-huh. well, actually two more things. That's not even true. Uh, I was playing. I freaking started playing um, Project Plus with Mars. Yeah. Okay. Uh, freaking, it's still cracked with Pokemon Trainer, dude. It, but mm-hmm. Pokemon Trainer doesn't exist. 
Pokemon. That's Brawl with Melee. Is yeah. That right? No. It, well, okay. yeah. It's a it's a Brawl ROM hack that was made by people that are Melee fans. So it's like yeah. Melee sensibilities in Brawl's engine. Um, yeah. and in this game, Pokemon Trainer is three separate characters, and their moves are different. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just playing all three randomly when mm-hmm. i feel like it I, that said i think charizard is not like charizard is not intuitive to me at all like and it, mm-hmm. it's funny because it's like they kind of line up almost one-to-one to how i feel about them in ultimate where it's like ivysaur for whatever reason is supernatural to me like i i pick mm-hmm. up ivysaur and i know exactly what this character wants to do my hands just get it you know <laughs> um squirtle not so much but like i can do well enough Charizard mm-hmm. makes no sense. It's completely opposite of how I would normally play the video game. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's where I'm at with these characters uh, currently. But mm-hmm. Squirtle is, like, e- like in Ultimate, Squirtle is super complex, and he is definitely the, the, the character that, like, mastering him will push you the furthest with the character mm-hmm. overall. Mm-hmm. Um, that is doubled, if not mm-hmm. more than that, in this video game because Squirtle has a whole bunch of like hidden mechanics. Like his his turnaround animation has a a, a hitbox. His uh-huh. um he like he like dashes and sometimes when you dash I don't know exactly what you need to do for this interaction to happen. Um because I literally just started playing this game today. Mm-hmm. Um he goes in his shell sometimes and just st- I'm like, yo, what the heck? Why am I in my shell? Um that's another part that's weird. He has a crawl attack, like he has a, an attack that is specific to when he crawls, which no other mm-hmm. character that I know of has. Um, also, this is not an attack, but he, if he taunts and you, you press the B button at the right time, he pulls out the Squirtle Squad glasses. <laughs> That's awesome. Is uh, it out of curiosity? Does it uh, learning this move set? Does that mess up your ultimate move set? I don't know. I haven't played ultimate since oh, uh, since I played this game. Um, yep. But I doubt it because because like I hear like the thing about it is I'm using the same controller, not the same exact controller because I have a whole bunch of pro controllers. I'm using a pro controller. The the button inputs are exactly the same. So I I don't think it will be any different from just playing a, a, a different character in ultimate, you know, right. like I, I play other or I know how to play other characters when I play Sephiroth. It doesn't make me forget how to play Squirtle and and Ultimate, yeah. so I would assume that it's not too different in that in that regard, uh, or not too different from that. So we'll see, but I doubt it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll probably play more of that. The game's pretty fun. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no real uh, reason behind it other than just uh, my Ultimate matchmaking is freaking cringe right now um mm-hmm. like people are like it's just getting blatant like i fought multiple people where the screen went black when they're losing <laughs> like they would wow. be losing yeah. and i like i i literally sent the video to mars and i could i could post the video if people want to see the video but i was fighting a sheep <laughs> and the sheep could not literally could not touch me and my screen went black and then they got an advantage state and they hit me <laughs> And then the, the the game was normal for the rest of it. So it's like, uh, yeah. it's freaking <laughs> disgusting, man. Like, they they really got to fix the ultimate online because it feels like it's easy to exploit. Because I or they put me in a in a like I got reported too much for for being cracked, and they mm-hmm. put me in like a cheater's <laughs> lobby or something. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's nice. super nasty. Yeah. Well, shit. And you said there's one more game that you're playing? Um, Pokemon Sword. Trying another Nuzlocke run. Trying it again. Mm. But this time, the rules are different. Uh, because, like, and turns out, originally, like, the original rules that I did, I didn't even put in the rules that I couldn't heal during battles. That was just an additional thing that I imposed upon myself. Um, mm -hmm. So this time, I can heal. It's limited, though. Um, mm -hmm. So I can use items in battle to heal uh, three times per gym badge, and they stack, plus one per Pokemon. So right mm -hmm. now, I think I have ten total heals to use. Because I'm on the first gym badge and I caught a uh, Pokemon. I caught nice. some Pokemon. Fun times. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's that's. I think that's all the games that I'm playing. Yeah. I think likewise. Well, yeah. I actually I'll have a question regarding one of mine for that I'll ask the peanut gallery afterwards. So. Okay, y'all. So, um, with that, Q and A. It's time for Q and A. Look at that. We're here. All right, we got a question from Twitter. Poofy Rain asked, uh, "This past two weeks, video game showcases is popping up all over the place, and it's hard to keep track. Do these prove that we need an E3 to have more of a structure schedule so that people can have one place to watch the presentations they want?" And follow up question: Which presentation did you guys enjoy so far? First, you know, Justin said, "Isn't no item to everyone plays Pokemon?" Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't mean like. I mean, I guess items. other than like. I mean, runs. like potions right. and and stuff like that. Like, no. <laughs> mm -hmm. People use items all the time in Nuzlocke. <laughs> oh, in Nuzlocke, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I think yeah. he just said Pokemon in general, but but yeah, like right. even in Nuzlocke, a lot of people just straight up use items. Yes, like potions and stuff. Because I guess yeah, I I you know watch like my videos and stuff the pokemon challenges and those are very much not nuzlocks in that regard i mean they're you know mm -hmm. obviously they're also challenges but it's a different thing entirely and right. those are typically itemless but yeah interesting that in nuzlocks they we'll um so yeah <laughs> Justin, I don't think I've used an item like potions since Gen One. I've definitely—I mean, I don't know if I used them in battle barely at all. M maybe some, yeah, probably. Uh, but definitely outside of battle, if like I'm on the road to somewhere and I don't want to go all the way back to a Poké Center or something like that, then yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know, but either way, and an Unlock it is not. It is not feasible in this game, unless you go to I, the. Yeah, no, that's that's a whole different thing. Going to the Pokemon Center, I'm streaming it, so uh -huh. I don't want to go back to the Pokemon Center and heal uh -huh. every time that I'm close to death. I want to have forward momentum. <laughs> also, I mean, then again, I do feel the Justin's the Pokemon Center is super free. You're losing money, man. What a like that is. RPG fans, yeah, no, I'm not just doing like <laughs> that's ingrained into us of like you finish a game with like uh, use it as little resources, five hundred thousand monies, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I never so often, yeah, in games, I just don't use resources because I'm like, well, maybe later I'm gonna need I might it. And need then, like, this, yeah, especially if later, you know, um, 
I don't know, something like Golden Sun. There's some items that deal damage, for example, and I would intentionally not use them in battle because, like, I'll save them for when I really need it. And then, like, down the road, the items I got early on to do the damage in battle is, like, not very much damage anymore, so it's just useless at that point. So just sell it, you know? So it's... Uh, it's the the difference goes, is it's like get if a Pokemon dies in your run, it's mm-hmm. like I have other Pokemon and I can just go to the yeah. Pokemon Center. If a yep. Pokemon dies in this Nuzlocke run, people get mad at me because I don't get to use the Pokemon <laughs> anymore. So it's yep. it, it's more it's of a precaution right. for that. Like I almost beat it anyway, even with those additional stipulations. But people get uh-huh. mad about Bev Boys dying and stuff. It's freaking <laughs> you know. So this this was throwing them a bone. <laughs> Uh huh. I literally almost Googled Bev Boy to see what Pokemon that was, but I'm dumb because <laughs> that's not how that works. There's that multiple Bev Boys. Pokemon you name. There's, oh, there's the first Bev Boy, and now Wasabel, who died mm-hmm. in yeah, a gym. Of course. Uh, Rough. Was it a gym? It might have not been a gym. It might have been. All my Pokemon die when I'm trying to catch a different Pokemon or during <laughs> a gym. That, the, the, that is the. the, the yeah guarantee it's a 50 50 if i die it's trying to catch something else or trying to beat somebody that is a gym leader um and freaking yeah no so bev boy one that was that was sobble who was bev boy two was there it was three bev boys and a bev girl i think Mm -hmm. but i don't remember i think bev boy two was um no, Bev Boy 3 was uh, uh, Dracovish. But I don't remember who Bev Boy 2 is. Um, And I think Bev it? Girl was like freaking Wigglytuff or something. <laughs> or uh, Clip Able <laughs> or whatever. That's funny. Alec literally has Bev Boy 2. True, 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 true. Dracovish is okay. 2? I thought Dracovish was 3. Or maybe we didn't get to 3. Through might have been when we 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 did Bev Girl because you said I can't call, mm. I can't name any more Pokemon Bev Boy, um, which I only don't do when she's there. <laughs> so if she's not there, then it's it's open season. <laughs> uh, I said he's doing great. Does he does he ever talk about AJ? Is that does he miss? Him he is level one hundred now. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Back to the question. Um, so what do you think? <laughs> Bet for two A's, AJ. Uh, um, so yeah, do do all these presentations prove that we need something like E3 to have more of a structured schedule so people can have one place to watch these presentations that they want? No. What do you think? I don't. I don't think that. Um, I think I, because yeah, I think that either way, people are going to watch what they care about after the fact. Like most people, do not watch E3. <laughs> believe it or not, like most people yeah. are going to after the fact. Like, oh, what got announced that I care about, and that's what matters is having that be available. Um, and it's not like these presentations for the people that do watch E3. Like their viewership is any less than normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So right, it's, exactly. it's, it's like, eh, we don't really need that. Like, th- there might be specific people that feel like they need that because they want that structure and they want to be able to, like, take off of work and, you know. But I think that that's hyper-specific and it doesn't really, like, speak to the, the grand scheme of things, you know? Yep. Yeah, I think for sure. There's, like, at this point, 
now that E3 hasn't happened this year and all that, like, like we've talked about, a bunch of these companies just need to like not try to announce stuff if they don't have anything to announce and then just wait and announce it later and have their whole own slot in the third week of July, you know? And that's going to turn out great for them. Like there's, there are times of year that would be bad to announce stuff, you know, like the week of Christmas. Don't announce anything the week of Christmas. That's going to be a mistake. But literally like almost any other time, you know, like as long as you're smart about it, any time's fine and you can have your own moment in the sun. But like, I think these companies have gotten so used to this and probably like there's some uh some factors we're not thinking about like um shareholders and stuff like yeah, that that's exactly what it is i think that the 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 reason that e3 and game presentations and stuff like that existed in the way that they did for so long is logistically it, you couldn't just do a, a like turnkey presentation. You couldn't do that. Yeah. You needed to hire so many people. You need to do the marketing around it and so on and so forth. Um, and then also stuff like shareholders, like their shareholder meetings and all this stuff is like, you know, scheduled. It's quarterly and all that stuff. So they want to have like things in the news cycle and in the zeitgeist that people are talking mm-hmm. about to brag about to their shareholders. Now, though, they can do that whenever because the first problem does not exist anymore. It's very easy to just, you know, like make a pre-edited thing and then make it a YouTube premiere. Like that is not anybody can do that. We could do that, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) and if a a single person can do it, a multi-billion dollar corporation can very easily do it, you know, so that that's Mm -hmm. why it's like E3 is like a product of a time where it was necessary, but now it is not. So it's like, eh, like there, there's there's things that game fans have planned their lives around uh, or the way that it was presented before. And that made it feel mm-hmm. that makes it feel more necessary. But like, you just got to get used to like the new normal and plan around that. Yeah. You know? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I fully agree with that. And then as far as like most pre- presentation enjoyed so far the most personally. Yeah probably the xbox one just because i only really watched two anyway mm-hmm. um and that was the one that i liked the most of those two but um yeah xbox xbox is the one that mm-hmm. i i think i like the most um yep but mm. from oh, what i saw from Sorry, square enix like for people that care about square enix they did a pretty good job i think that the mobile game mm-hmm. thing was an l but again that's a shareholder situation and also yeah, the merch right again shareholder situation mm-hmm. um but like they they did announce like here's the thing that you want <laughs> present <laughs> yeah and as justin pointed out too future. it's stuff that's coming out within a year a year and a half or something like that yeah like, and that's good that's true yeah, but also i think that. that a year and a half is too long <laughs> um but but yeah like they they did the 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 like i think that the metro prime thing right where i said i don't think it's i think it's ill-advised to announce metroid prime 4 because look at where we're at now but i do get why they did it and it does make sense that they're like all right people the thing that you want is still coming but here's something else that we're working on that you also might like and won't be angry about if you know that the thing that you want is on the way um so i get it but oh side note just a thought um adding to my um direct predictions from last week um final fantasy pixel remaster coming to switch i'm guessing it gets announced in this next one. True, not, true, true, but true, like, true, true, true. How are those not on Switch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. just throwing that out there. Um, 
So yeah. Okay. Questions from Discord. We got Sardi asked, said, random thought today. Part of the issue with buying physical media is that day one patching and later DLC renders its always playable argument a bit weaker. When I get indie releases from limited run games, it's way later and is fully patched. Do you think there's a market for Nintendo to re-release all their games two to three years later as complete editions so that we can have full confidence that it's fully patched and DLC'd when we pop them into our future retro consoles? Zero download necessary. Uh, Define a market. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I think that, like, if they did that, they'd probably sell, like, conservatively 100,000 extra units, right? Mm-hmm. For that specific audience. Because I don't think that a lot of people, even if they would benefit from that, they wouldn't know to look for that. <laughs> and mm-hmm. even when they do, like, the player's choice situations, unless they're significantly cheaper, which, no, on Nintendo, this probably mm-hmm. would not be. Um, I don't think that that would be like something that people would run to the store to do. Um, Especially if like they could just buy the game and play the game when they want to play the game. And even if they don't have internet, they could take their portable switch console and then go to like anywhere that has internet connection and install it there, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And I guess Um, the use case is like, you know, years down the road when you can't do that anymore because the servers are down and blah, 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 which is, a true but mm-hmm. also b maybe not as true as has been the case with everything else you know like this is obviously just parker's opinion but i think we're into the age where it's possible that that kind of thing shouldn't be happening anymore you know we're still going to lose access to some stuff for sure but not nearly as much stuff in my just you know right especially like get, the, the 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 more people make noise about it the more they'll care to, yeah. you know, like make sure that it it doesn't happen. Yeah. Right. Cause like, like the infrastructure for the 3DS and the Wii U or whatever were built for the 3DS and the Wii U right. as their own things, not with any kind of future. This library in mind. will live and die with this specific <laughs> piece of hardware, yeah. not this yeah. platform, your specific Wii U with this serial number, you know, like that, that, and yeah. it's no longer. Exactly. Like so what I do think is, you know, I could be cool is if they end up doing like a Nintendo Selects kind of thing and then those ones have all that stuff. Right. Like if they and, do, you know, like, I think that the the answer to this is like if they do release something like that, like a definitive edition or whatever, it should mm-hmm. be the current patch. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that would be something that in and of itself is marketable or like needed in the grand scheme yeah. of things um mm-hmm. to justify it you know like if if yep. they feel like it's not worth having a specific game in print anymore i don't think that they would change their mind if they if they had the epiphany that it's like oh shoot what if we make it a fully updated thing um yeah. that sort of situation like and the other problem being that, like, should have the current patch yeah yeah the and so the other thing yeah is that the same mental space that Nintendo selects operated in mm-hmm. um, is kind of shifted to what like PlayStation now or whatever, plus that, right. that kind of a thing where it's like, Oh, but this old game, now you can get that whole game for free or uh-huh. in a situation where I could see that instead of them ever doing Nintendo select on the switch on Nintendo swap or, you know, the next thing 
with your Nintendo Switch online account, there's they the do like the collection, an additional thing, tier, like what PlayStation, where it's like yeah. here's PlayStation Plus exactly. collection, here's the essential that, that's ones. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. You get Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, just like as part of your subscription, mm-hmm. blah, blah blah, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, which then again, you know, like for physical lectures, kind of sucks because you can't do that. But I, I yeah, do... but they're killing. Are they're trying to kill yeah. the physical collection? at every turn all of the companies because physical media is having less and less direct uh you know like use yeah because it's no longer the thing of like ah as long as i had this game i always had this game the game that you have is no longer the game it's just a key to the game except for on Mm -hmm. switch that's the only place where that that's true and even on switch i feel like if they actually if they wanted to they could make the software so that you need to i mean they do it mm, yeah to a certain extent so like if they really wanted to do it they with physical games where it's like oh you don't own this this isn't yours so you mm-hmm. can't turn this on or whatever they could um but yeah indeed um Duminal crossing said wanted to ask this last week but by the time i thought of the question you're already recording lol <laughs> from the perspective of two casual metroid fans who are new to the series what would be your ideal scenario for the long rumored metroid prime anniversary release release would you prefer all three titles or is that overwhelming and you just rather focus on one would you rather have the games remastered or leave them mostly unchanged etc i think the like my ideal scenario uh would probably not Ah, well, I don't know. I think that what they should do is remake them, the first mm-hmm. three, um, to be more in line with however the the fourth game is going to be. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I would prefer for the like for it to be released with enough time that a normal person could play through it and then play the fourth game, mm-hmm. um, rather than doing them all at once or in the same year or whatever. You know, like that sort yeah. of situation um that that's what i would want i would want it to be like remade with modern sensibilities in mind uh Mm -hmm. control wise um and i don't really care if it's much prettier or whatever like widescreen would be cool um but outside of that like i don't really care about that like they can make it as close to the original in that regard and they don't really have to change that much but like as long as the controls are good and they make sense Mm -hmm. with how games are made now um and they're like accessible and the ui is good and it's not like some annoying convoluted situation like the all-stars pack or you know like that's how i would want that to be done um Mm -hmm. so yeah that that's what is you have any other thoughts i mean i thought about this a lot just at various points in time and i do feel like especially since they seem to be using primes one two and three whatever or just one or whatever it is Mm. as like marketing for prime four right that implies a semi like within probably 12 months or plus or minus Mm kind of window of release so based on that i would prefer them to do um just metroid prime remake um because yeah i definitely agree with like it would be great to just have modern sensibilities and I mean, even it looked better, you know, like all that stuff is great. Right. Um, I honestly, you know, I think because I also want Metroid Prime 4 to do as well as possible, I would be a little wary of franchise burnout 
Um, yeah. Even though these true. are like some of the best games you know ever built, according to people who have played more than the one and a half hours I've played of Metroid Prime One. <laughs> the, um, really, the only reason why I would want all three is just so that I know what the heck's going on on four. Yeah, totally. Uh, but yeah. if they can, you know, close that gap with just one, I would be fine with just one. Yeah, um, I think. I mean, that is a good. I don't know how much story kind of stuff plays into that. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, I, I'd be interested in that as well. And I, I wouldn't want 4 to spoil 2 and 3 either if there's spoiler stuff to be had there. Then again, I also, to general, is kind of more lore-based than story-based anyway. So I don't know that it's a thing where... I, I don't know. I think there's still twists and, and all that. So I think flow-wise of like feel of playing one remake into Metro Prime 4 and then a later follow-up of even like just a remaster of 2 and 3 which mm-hmm. would feel you know how to do all of that because I what I I want to go into 4 with not feeling like feeling as high on the franchise as possible and I do suspect that if I played 1 through 3 before that I'd be like okay here's another one here we go okay um in not the best way so yeah could be wrong about that but that makes sense yeah I think one and then four and then we'll figure out the rest <laughs> yep good question um Mark asked what's the largest land animal you could defeat in combat you're in the animal's habitat you have no weapon but can make use of the environment around you uh I mean mm. if we're talking large and I'm trying to get like whatever the biggest animal is. It had to be mm-hmm. something that's stupid. Um, so like an ostrich or something. Yeah. Like I could see. I, Are they stupid? I feel like an ostrich is probably an idiot. I feel like ostrich smart is probably is very ostrich. dumb. They're not particularly intelligent. Good job. Yeah, You're see, right. I'm way smarter than an ostrich, so I could probably <laughs> I could probably take on an ostrich. It might be a close fight, but mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I feel fine in my intelligence in that regard. Um, so I'm gonna say mm-hmm. ostrich. But here's the question: Is so it did say yes, Justin? It said without tools, but you can use the environment around you. The problem is like even if an animal is not intelligent, but it's highly like intuitive just mm-hmm. physically, then that's you know a thing to contend with. Where like you could outsmart it, but like if it's just gonna like if it's used to the concept of fighting or something, then that could be tricky. But I don't know. Who, they who, have nasty. What? what if I can make them do something? To, you know, like yeah. how how they like stick their heads in the ground, like that type uh-huh. of crap. If I make him stick his head in the ground, he's it's over him. It's, it's over. Here's curtains. Here's my thought, and I I feel bad about this answer, but it's it's what I what this I think is about is to be cursed. <laughs> um, it's more cursed because it's I feel like like more fisticuffs would feel better than what I'm about to say. Um, a really really large tortoise. <laughs> ah, yeah, I true, feel true, like true true true. true. <laughs> I feel like just some situation where he ends up. You can just get him flipped upside down. Parker is about to say the least wholesome thing he's ever said. <laughs> Justin said a person. No, um, yeah, I feel like you know, I I don't trust myself with like fisticuffs or whatever. But that feels that feels accurate, but really sad because it's like I didn't just protect myself from anything. Uh-huh. I didn't like 
it's not like a bear where it's like, oh, you know, like I was going to die, but now I'm okay. Right. This right, is right. just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, probably then the tortoise would, it would definitely would die, like there's, but there's, it would be sad. There's two paths that you, you would have to go. It either has to be something that's very dumb and it's like an easy expo- exploit, or it's something that is like there, there's a physical limitation there. And I think that, uh-huh. that that's what the tortoise is. Like, you're slow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I'll flip you over. Like, what are you going to do, man? <laughs> For uh, what it's worth. For the record, I would never do this in any stretch oh, of anything. Puppy, I would crazy. just ride the tortoise. <laughs> Not really. I don't know what I would do. Um, they're coming for revenge. Teenage Ninja Turtles. I think a tortoise. Yeah, is I don't a good know. That's, that's. I think that's. Answer. If we're being accurate, then that's. Yeah, that's probably wise. Yeah, that's where yep, we're at. Yep, yep, yep. So there it is. There it oh, is. Man. All right, Mega Man asked, "Pokemon Snap coming to Switch Online Game of the Year?" I think so. No, absolutely I mean, not. Go for it. I, game of the year is subjective, so yeah, have a good time. You know. No. <laughs> and last not. question, Alec asked, which Pokemon town would you most like to live in? For the record, when I first read this, I thought it said, which Pokemon would you most like to live in? And I was thinking Hold like on. A... Before we do that, I also want to scroll up because uh-huh. Mega Man asked the question or who i think it was Mega Man asked this question uh-huh. but he said something along the lines of like i thought you only had allowed to have one uh, uh pokemon or power rangers or whatever like why was oh, my yeah, mom yeah. okay with that um my that's not it's not the same thing like the reason why power rangers wasn't okay is that like the 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 whole like appeal and like the episode is like all right we gotta fight this bad guy but sonic mm-hmm. There's a lot of media where Sonic doesn't fight anybody, you know, like, mm-hmm. and that's why she was okay with Sonic. Where it was like, oh, he's not violent. He's just a freaking chill, <laughs> you know, like he's chill head uh-huh. chalk. He's like all, all this stuff about the talking animals and whatnot that she didn't think about that until like way later. <laughs> We're just like, wait, maybe, maybe talking animals are cringe. Um, <laughs> but I was already too old for her to be able to have any impact in that, in that regard. Uh, but when I was a kid, like, that's for, like, come on, Ken. I, I thought I already responded to the talking animal thing before, too. Like, because uh-huh. I think when I brought up Blue's Clues, they were like, the reason why my mom didn't like Blue's Clues is probably because Blue, which Blue can't even talk. Like, Blue just says bar, 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 and that You're type so of crap. Right. Um, but it was just because she was annoyed by Blue's Clues. <laughs> um, that, that's but, honestly, that's one of those things that we just don't acknowledge as the kids like man my parents really just don't like this show for what and it's like no it's straight up they just thought it was annoying and i totally get that now like watching some kids i always do because my mom would just straight up say this is annoying i don't like she would just tell me it was annoying which is fair fair enough um Mm -hmm. it is but it wasn't i think i said this before but like i had a friend yeah totally i had a friend that wasn't allowed to watch rugrats just because like the the line drawing kind of like how it's kind of warbly the whole time gave her mom a headache and she was like nah i can't like i just can't watch that it's it sucks <laughs> and like had no problem with the content or anything but just like yeah i don't want to look at i remember there was like a, there was a brief stint i don't know how long it lasted but we uh me and my sister weren't allowed to watch rugrats because she said my mom said that we would like would like adopt like how they talked mm. and she wasn't cool uh-huh. with that um but that didn't last that long <laughs> yeah we couldn't watch Roger. um but yeah that was the answer to that yes. uh-huh so last question 
from Alec. Which Pokemon town would you most like to live in? Hashtag relocating. Um, I mean, it's got to be one of the freaking like one of like Palatown or like like one of those. Mm-hmm. Just because like whatever town has the coolest starter Pokemon. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah. Because then it, even if you don't get the starter Pokemon, your kid does at some point, you know. Exactly. But then again, you know, sure, you can start with those Pokemon, but you could also just catch a Pokemon in the wild if you want yeah, to. Yeah, but don't... who's to say I'm going to be able to find the Pokemon that I want, you know? That's true. And starter Pokemon are generally pretty good. Honestly, yeah, Justin said there's only one answer, Lavender Town. I was like, honestly, Lavender Town and then just decorate for Halloween. Well, I don't want to freaking live in Lavender Town. It's sad. Everybody's sad It there. just seems like a silly time. <laughs> Town is full of debt. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want that. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go um, uh, man, Viridian City, right? What? Why Viridian City? No, but it's just I don't know. It's just north of Palatown. I feel like I could pop true, down true, to You know what? Like, yeah, hey, I guys, agree. I would go, go get yeah, this, but Vir- like Viridian City because you get to live in the city, and I'd rather live in the city than live in Palatown because Palatown seems like it's like the boonies. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I like how this city. I mean, it's it's called Viridian City. Um, it's literally like two houses. That's true, but that's but, just in the game. Like, look at the anime. It is. It's it's a yeah, whole city. Yeah. But yeah, Viridian City. It up. I yeah, agree. Looks nice. I agree. Cool. Good or stuff. The, with that, yeah. Use your imagination, Parker. That's a fact. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's the, the the show. We did it, everybody. Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe, <laughs> rate the podcast, so on and so forth. Uh, mm-hmm. here's the end screen. Bye, everybody. <laughs> you gonna say bye? So long. Okay. We did it. See you next week. Bye.